Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink, Merrimack College. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Saturday afternoon hockey. If you're out and doing some shopping or you were doing some shopping, maybe taking an opportunity here to take a break to uh, enjoy some Saturday afternoon hockey action. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike Mack alongside John Leahy. We are in the first intermission here with no score. Tonight's first intermission, as always, is brought to you by Under Armour. Our guest here at first intermission, Ian Boshane, Merrimack PA announcer extraordinaire and uh, uh, announcer as well for many other sports here at the institution. But uh, Ian, first of all, is, uh, I feel like we're in, in the middle of a rock concert here, right? I didn't think the band was going to be here with the school on break, but they have turned out. Yeah, they, uh, they, they've done well all year. I mean, it's it certainly enhances the game atmosphere so far this season. And I mean, when, when they're here, it brings more life into the arena. So, you know, kudos to them putting some, uh, some more use in the classroom and, and putting some different stuff out. Thoughts on that first period of play? Not a lot happening for the first, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. And then all of a sudden, the last few minutes of the period, both clubs with a couple of flurries there, a couple of chances, shots on goal. And it looks like with all us in net for Merrimack and Murphy, of course, for Northeast, or I say Northeastern, he played for Northeastern last year and beat Merrimack four times. But now in net here for Union as he transferred there, it doesn't look like it's going to be easy for either club to get a goal tonight. No, certainly. I feel like the first... 10 or so minutes was definitely fighting off that Thanksgiving Day dinner that you had on Thursday afternoon. You know, it's first time. I mean, Scott said that they were going to be practicing on Thursday ahead of Thanksgiving and whatnot. Not sure, you know, if they had a skate or something yesterday. I would imagine that they did to kind of get the legs back under them after the afternoon off. But, yeah, it was definitely choppy uh, first 10 minutes or so. And then as the first period went along, both teams kind of tried to find some sort of rhythm. But, you know, it's definitely, like you said, two goaltenders here that are... You know, playing well, and especially Connor, uh, Connor Murphy. He knows his building. He knows his Merrimack team. Like you said, he beat him four times last year with Northeastern. So it's going to be a tough, uh, tough afternoon for the Warriors to try and get some time. Do you have a lighter? Because I feel like with this uh, guy, this guitar solo that he's wailing on here, that I, ought, I should be holding up a lighter here and maybe dim the lights or something. I don't know. I mean, this is a, uh, like an extra bonus. You paid for a hockey game. You got a rock concert, too. Yeah, what's the old adage? I went to a boxing match and a hockey game broke out. This is I went to a hockey game and a rock concert broke out. But uh, the only thing that would make it better is if he was ripping an Alec Lifeson uh tune over there on, on the uh, on the guitar. <laughs> he, he might. He's been known to do that. <laughs> Maybe think of Jimi Hendrix there while that was going on. Yeah, that was yeah. that was some good rippage. Yeah. Uh, they played basketball in this facility just a week or so ago, right? Or, yeah, it was last Friday night, I think. Uh, Lehigh came in. Now, were you here for that, or did you know what did you see of it? And I saw some pictures and video first time in this 50-year-old facility that they played basketball in here, and it was kind of surreal to see how different it looked being set up for basketball, but it seems like it works. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't able to attend in person. I was able to catch the uh, catch the call online. It looked like a fantastic setup. I mean, Mike McMahon mentioned it a couple of times too. He was here covering the game that night, and he said the building sets up well for basketball. Talk about the building and the structure that we have across the way over at Hamilton Court. I mean, it's a nice gym for a Division II institution, but if Merrimack wants to continue down this Division I road, especially with the basketball program, continue to get some of the bigger Division I names. I'm not saying you're going to get like a Duke or a North Carolina in here for basketball, but you know, you get the Lehigh's, you can get you know your rival down the road, UMass Lowell, who will be here on Saturday. 
that'll do to be able to turn this place over and get a bigger crowd too. It's good for the college. It's good for the recruits coming in in the future for, for Coach Gallo and his program. I like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be here on Saturday next week to uh, to call that action down the court side as well. So if you're uh, in the area, come on by, come say hi, pop by the uh, scores table down below. And that is the second of three games that'll be played here. That's scheduled here for this year anyway. UMass Lowell in town to play Merrimack. Oddly enough, now that they uh, for many years Merrimack and Lowell were in the same conference for all sports other than other than hockey of course then they were back in the same conference in hockey east and Wales, uh, for a number of years but uh, now Lowell in America East and now Merrimack in the, the Northeast Conference uh, so they're playing a non-league game as it turns out but that'll be the second of those three games and then the women will play Boston University as well uh, a little bit later so uh, that's it as far as I understand right just those three games this year maybe to, to try it out and see how things go and if they want to play more of those in the future yeah that's that's the plan right now at the moment just just the three on the schedule you know the two for the men's program one for the women's but who knows maybe down the line if uh, both programs compete in NEC play maybe you get a late regular season game turned over here if you can can make it work with the hockey schedules and you know the building is itself but um, it, it's definitely it's definitely a cool opportunity and I like I like seeing that stuff happen over here how about women's hockey at Merrimack uh, they had a really tough opening schedule of the season including Wisconsin coming in it seemed like it may have uh, gotten them battle tested I guess as they got into the hockey east portion of the schedule and uh, you know they played pretty well as of late yeah, like you mentioned, tough schedule to start the year. You had Minnesota State, Mankato come in for two to start off, and then, like you mentioned, right after that was Wisconsin. They've, they won the Division One national title on the women's side last year, coached by a former Olympian on that 1980 U.S. team. So, I mean, that's a program that's well-established at the Division One women's level. And for Coach Hamlin to get those kinds of programs on her team's schedule, like you mentioned, battle-harden them, get them ready for hockey's play, and we've seen the last couple of weeks, yeah, they might still be dropping a couple of these one-goal games, but they've been playing a lot better hockey overall. I mean, Emma Gorski picked up her third shutout of the, the year the other day down, at, uh, down in Providence against Brown. Great game to win, heading into a uh, Thanksgiving break for them. It, it, it's good to see them start winning. I mean, last year was a very, very tough year for them. Uh, obviously, they only won one game all year. It came in the second week of the season out of Holy Cross, and then, you know, it, it, it wasn't a whole lot of keeping your head above water, but to see them be rewarded for their hard work and, and dedication to the program, it, it's good for them, and, and I'm happy to see that. All right, big game tomorrow, Patriots in, in Tennessee. Uh, your thoughts on that one? Tennessee's got the injury bug, and they got the injury bug bad. Um, the Patriots are the hottest team in the NFL right now. You know, if... Tennessee had a couple of more bodies. A.J. Brown's out. No Julio Jones in well. Obviously, Derrick Henry's been out the last couple of weeks. My fantasy football team really hurts there with that one. Um, but it's hard not to want to pick the Pats right now. If, if I had to give a score, I'm going to say 27-17 Patriots. And we move into second place at least, potentially first, depending on what happens with the, uh, with the Ravens as well. It'll be a good one, no question. Uh, looking forward to a good second period here as well with no score. Union and Merrimack, thanks, Ian, as always. Thanks for joining us and the great work you do. Uh, folks will hear you in the background here in the PA for the remainder of this broadcast. But uh, thanks, one, uh, excuse me, thanks once again uh, for everything that you do, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. Best of luck the rest of the way, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else out there. All right, that's Ian Boshin, our guest here. First in a mission with the score Union nothing, Merrimack nothing. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.